Follow DJ P Dog Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man DJ P Dog in the mix with the DJ P Dog in the mix podcast. And first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, I always like to thank everybody for joining me here on the show. Whether you are listening in by way of Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and of course, DJPDog.com. And today is a very special edition of the podcast. I've got a loaded show for you guys, man. i got a lot of things that I want to talk about. got to catch you guys up on a lot of things. And I've got a great subject that I'm going to be talking about here on today's show. Talking about artist management, okay? Because I've been getting a lot of people asking me about artist management. Do I manage artists? The whole bit. So I'm going to give you guys a little peek into my world when it comes to artist management. And I'm going to share with you guys my own personal horror story. Okay? My own personal horror story um, of dealing with artist management myself. So you guys are going to get all that right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix Podcast, And I want to send a very special shout out to a very special group of individuals who are hanging out with me right now as I record this podcast um, for you guys hanging out with me on Facebook Live and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me and make sure you guys follow me on um, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at DJ P Dog. Got a lot of great things that are going to be happening there. And um, you don't want to miss it. Again, I got a load of show for you guys. And this is actually my first show back since we did the March Music Madness series. And if you guys missed any of that, man, let me tell you guys what, what we did, man. We did um, a play on March Madness where we did a lot of music mixes. I had a lot of guest DJs that came in. And if you missed any of those shows, man, you can catch them all on my website, djpdog.com forward slash podcast. I had uh, my man DJ Promote, my man DJ Mr. E, and the great DJ Nabs who joined me for that series. They blessed us with mixes, talked about their DJ experiences, and of course, I had to hit the ones and twos as well and brought you guys some great music. Um, I got a workout mix called You Can, You Will. We did a tribute mix to my man Tadashi. We did a trap mix, a nostalgia Christian hip-hop mix as well. All that can be found on my website. And um, so make sure you guys go check that out again, djpdog.com forward slash podcast. If you've missed any of those things, they're all there for you guys. And guess what? They're all free. Big shout out to my man, DJ Will from Jacksonville, hanging out with me on Instagram live. And of course, my man, I see my man in there, my man Cannon, all the way from Nash Vegas. Shout out to you, bro. Hey, listen, man. I got a lot of things that I want to um, talk to you guys about before we get into the meat and potatoes of this show. Um, while you guys are on my website checking out those podcasts, you can also check out my blog section. I've got several blogs. I'm on this new crusade, all right? If you haven't noticed, man, I'm on this whole new situation, bro, where I'm trying to give you guys artists tips and tricks and the, 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 the hacks to get through this thing called the music business, all right? And I've got some great blogs on my website to um, to talk to you guys just about those kinds of things. I just posted up a brand new blog um, just yesterday about building your fan base. Very important um, thing for every artist, man, is to build a 
sustainable fan base, man. A, a true fan base, if you would. Of super fans. That's what they call them now. You got to build that. I got a list of videos that I've curated and collected and put on one blog. And you can check out that blog on my website. Um, the whole idea is to give you guys great tips um, on how you can navigate through this thing called the music business. It's a very hard business to navigate through. And so, man, please go to my website, djpdog.com, to check out all those things. And, of course, this podcast is now going to be dedicated to that as well. i got some great changes that are coming to the podcast, and I'm going to be talking about all those things in the coming weeks. I'm not going to give it all to you guys at once, man. you got to kind of get it in little bits and little pieces, okay? So that's going to be happening um, here on the podcast. Um, before I continue on with the show, I do need to apologize to you guys, all right? I got to apologize because my original plan was to have done this podcast um, earlier on in the week, all right? Now, I'm not the kind of guy that, that goes around and makes excuses but I'm going to make one nonetheless, and hopefully you'll give me a pass, okay? So here's my situation. Here's what happened. Here's why I couldn't get you guys the podcast earlier on this week. My wife and I volunteered. Really, I volunteered us, okay? I did it. I'm the culprit, okay? I'm the guy who volunteered us to babysit for her brother, my brother-in-law, so that him and his wife could, could go on a quick getaway. Now, some of you guys may know this and some of you guys may not, but I've already got four kids of my own. I've got um, seven-year-old boy-girl twins, okay? I've got a four-year-old son and a two-year-old son who's almost three years old, who will be three in just a few short days, okay? And my brother-in-law's daughter, my niece, she just turned one, okay? So imagine I've got, a, I've got two seven-year-olds now. A four-year-old and an almost three-year-old. And now I've got this brand new, fresh one-year-old, okay, hanging out in my house. Now, I love all of my kids. I love all of my nieces and nephews. And I've got no issues whatsoever babysitting for anybody. I mean, okay, we've had everybody over at the house at one time before and, and have done that on many occasions, okay? And so I got no issues um, babysitting any kids, but here's here's the thing, bro. I I forgot what it was like to care for a child that young. See, my kids are almost they're they're all at that age where they can kind of do their own thing. You know, you don't have to watch them. You know, they're not putting a whole bunch of stuff in their mouth and whatnot. So I don't have to worry about any of those things. But I've got this one year old now who's hanging out in the house with us, and I've got a relearn really quickly all these things of, of you know, the baby-proofing gimmick, uh, making sure, you know, she's, she's wobbling around, you know, and whatnot. But the one thing that I definitely forgot about, okay, the waking up in the middle of the night, okay? And not only does she wake up in the middle of the night, but she wants to be held, as all babies do. And it's all good, because that's what babies are supposed to do. Okay, but I've got to now because I volunteered this. I'm the one that's staying up and, and getting up at night. And it was it was it was quite brutal, but it was it was well worth it because I was able to give my brother in law and his wife a great break. And hopefully and I know they enjoyed themselves. OK, so 
the thing is, folks, I had to relearn all these things of um, taking care of a one-year-old, and it, and it was it took me a it took me a little bit, but I got it. Okay, I got it down pat. We got it down, and by the second day, we had it all the way down pat. But by then, it was time for her to go. You know, it's kind of one of those I hate to see you leave, but I love to see you go kind of things. No, but I I miss her. Um, already I saw a picture of her and said, oh man, I wish she was here with us. And then I said, wait a minute, bro, you need to get some sleep. And I do. And so hopefully tonight I will get a, here's, here's what was funny. Because a few days prior to my niece coming to stay with us, my daughter, God bless her. Okay. My seven year old daughter, she came to me and, and she said, dad, I want a baby sister. Now the innocence of a child. Okay. They, all they think about is. You know, I get to be a big brother or a big sister. Okay? They don't they don't think about, you know, somebody's gotta be the one getting up at night with this kid. Okay, because it's not gonna be them. Okay, somebody's gotta change the poopy diapers, the the whole bit carrying the carrier, you know, getting spit up on, because it's never the kids that's getting this done to them. It's always the parents, right? And and here's the thing. I, I heard my daughter say that and I said, Well, you know you've got a baby. A baby cousin who's who's a girl. Maybe you guys can get really close. Because here's the reality, folks. Unless we have, me and my wife, an act of God, okay? There's no way that we're having another kid. And here's why it would take an act of God for us to have another kid. It's quite simple, ladies and gentlemen. I, being the man... Stood up to the plate, and I took one for the team. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A few years ago, I took the steps necessary to ensure, at least on my end, that we cannot have any more kids. And and I got a couple. Of, I had a couple of friends of mine. A friend of mine today asked me, said, "Man, what is it like to, you know, to, to get the boy snipped up? What is that like?" I said, "Bro, it's not that bad, man. Listen." If, if there's any guys out there that's been struggling, you know, I always believe that our stories are supposed to help others as well. So if there's any guys out there that are struggling, that's like, man, you know, I, I, I want to take that step. My wife has been, you know, kind of talking to me about taking that step. But you don't want to take the step, you know, listen, it's not that bad. You know, get your, get your bag of frozen peas for two, three days, you're straight. And here's the thing. You've got a legitimate excuse to chill in bed for a couple of days and do nothing. Can't beat that, folks. Can't beat that. None, nonetheless, you guys didn't come here to hear all of that. You didn't come here to hear all of that. But I wanted to talk about those things because that's what's going on in my life. Now, here, here's the other thing that's going on in my life, okay? So this weekend, tomorrow, I'm taking my, my son and my daughter out camping, okay? My son is in, in Boy Scouts, and we're going out camping for the weekend, and I thought about it today as I'm packing up these tents and getting ready for this whole shing ding. And I pray for me, saints, bro, because here's the thing. I have no idea. I have no idea what it's going to be like as I go out there into the woods because I get really bad seasonal allergies. OK, and so it's going to be a struggle. I know that. So I've got my I got my allergy medicine ready. But that's not what I'm worried about. I already kind of foreknew. I've got that to deal with. That's just what it is. But then I realized, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, man, it's, it's Friday the 13th tomorrow, bro. 
Okay? It's it's Friday the 13th. And I'm going to be deep in the woods sleeping outside, bro. On Friday the 13th. Okay? What in the world is a black man going to be doing in the woods outside at night on Friday the 13th? So I'm preparing myself because there's going to be a lot of people out there. I'm preparing myself for one of two things, okay? Either A, somebody's going to try to pull pranks on us, or B, I'm going to have to beat them to the punch and play pranks on them first. I don't know. I may even create my own personal uh, Blair Witch Project gimmick, you know, have my little camera out there and showing what's going on just to, just to keep myself entertained to get through the night, all right? So pray for me, man. I don't know what it's going to be like um, out there in the woods, but I'm doing it anyways. Going to create some memories with my kids. That's what it is. Again, guys, that's not what you guys came here for. You guys didn't come here to hear me yap and flap my gums about all those things. I want to get into the show um, to talk about artist management. Um, and before I do that, okay, before I talk about artist management and my horror story, all right, the horror stories that I've got on on my experiences dealing with artist management. I've got to take a quick moment to thank my sponsors. It is because of my sponsors that I'm able to do this show for you guys absolutely free. And the sponsor of my show is GAC. G-A-C. And you can check out their website at www.GodAlmightyCreator.com. Dot com and um, check them out there. And GAC is an American streetwear brand which launched in 2016. And GAC is the acronym once again for God Almighty Creator. And their mission is to push the importance of knowing that God is the ultimate reason for human creativity. They communicate to their audience by using a nostalgic and laid back approach that spreads positivity through their brand. And the lightning bolt in their simple symbol. Is symbolic for a light in a dark world. And their slogan is never limited. Which refers to Philippians 4.13. Which states I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Check out their website. All their gear is on their website. www.godalmightycreator.com And here's the thing folks. When you check them out. Okay. When you check them out. You go to the shopping cart. You get to the end of the checkout line. Use code word DJPDOG. And you will get 15% off um, on, on your entire order. Okay, 15% off using code word DJPDOG. And if you do this on Friday, not only do you get 15% off, but you also get free shipping on Free Shipping Fridays. So make sure you check them out again. All their products are there. www.GodAlmightyCreator.com Have you ever experienced DJPDOG live? Well, now you can book them for your next event. Yo, DJ, are you the mixer yet? Your DJ has only just begun. DJ P-Dog is now taking bookings for concerts, dance parties, college events, and more. Check this out. Give your event goer an experience of a lifetime by booking DJ P-Dog today. Are y'all ready to party? Make some noise! For more information, go to djpdog.com forward slash booking or email him at booking at djpdog.com. 
What up, what up, what up? It's your man Lecrae. And right now you checking out my man, my ace, my dude, DJ P-Dog in the mix. Turn up! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Like I said, I've got a loaded show for you guys here on today. And I'm going to be talking about artist management. Um, and I'm specifically, one, I'm going to tell you guys my horror story from working um, with, with an artist management company. All right? So for a lot of you guys who may not know, back in the day, a um, few years ago, I had the amazing opportunity to work with an amazing artist, ladies and gentlemen, by the name of Mr. Humbletip. And Humbletip is, a, is an artist um, who does hip-hop music, and at the time, him and I were like the dynamic duo. He was the, the rapper, I was the DJ. Um, and I played a role in that group as the um, as a manager. Okay, I, we both worked together to kind of co-manage the group. We did a lot of bookings together, and it was a great situation, man. We secured a lot of business partnerships. Um, one at the time being with Liberty University, and and there was a, a peak. We had re- you know he had released a project, and the project was doing very very well. Okay. And a lot of people started to see the growth and the, um, uh, we were growing. I'll say that. We were doing a lot of good things. We were traveling a lot. Uh, we made a lot of great headway. And, and, and my man, Humble Tip, really did a great job of branding and making a name for himself. And in the midst of that, we had a couple of uh, management companies who were kind of peeping what we were doing and wanted to kind of, See if they can get a slice of the pie, okay? They wanted to see, and that's that's the one thing, folks. Like you, you're always going to attract attention when you're doing something that looks to be successful, okay? You're either going to attract the attention of 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 um, good attention, or you're going to attract bad attention. Nonetheless, nine times out of ten, you're going to attract attention. All right, and so you really got to be careful on what kind of attention that you're drawing, and make sure. That you know who these individuals are. That you do your due diligence and do your homework so you can know who these people are. Okay? Got to know who these people are. And make sure that you do the right thing and and doing all the background checks and the whole bit. Because that's not what we did, folks. So here's what happened. Okay? Here's what happened. Me and my man, Humble Tip, kind of come in and kind of help you guys out a little bit. All right. So the young lady that was um, trying to strike the deal with us, right? She she had many conversations with us. We asked a lot of questions, and one of the things that she kept doing, and this is my first point. One of the things she continued to do was name drop. Okay, so she would drop names and tell us all the people that she's worked with before, and the people that she's currently working with, and some of the things that are on the table. That, that they're going to be doing and that they want to do and some opportunities that are waiting for us um, once we sign with her and whatnot. Now, the thing is, we were being approached by two companies at the same time. One of them, we, we decided this one ain't good for us. They don't sound like they have what they need to offer us at the time. So we decided not to go. So we continued to talk to this other company. And we told them and said, you know, we just had a bad deal that was on the table so we're kind of taking our time um, to make a decision. And the, the young lady who um, 
was running the show at the time. She said, oh, no worries. Take your time. You know, take your time. Um, read over the contract. And so she played the waiting game. And not only did she play the waiting game, but she allowed us the time to work out the contract and lay out a few terms of our own. And so we kind of looked at that as a sign. Oh, look, this is this is cool. You know, she's not pressuring us um, to sign anything. Um, and so maybe this could be um, a pretty good situation. I'll see. We'll we'll see how it all pans out as we continue the conversation and negotiation. So as we're continuing the conversations, we're we're very close to inking the deal. We're very close. Me and Humble Tip are very close to signing the deal, signing the contract to get a brand new management company that's going to help us take over the world. That's what we're thinking. We about to blow up, bro. Like the work that we done put in. Man, we get this management company on our side, boy, we just going to be on and popping. At least that's how we felt at the time, and that's what we thought. So one of the things that she did, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do as we did our research, we wanted to, we wanted to talk to some of her current clients. Now, the mistake that we made in this is we're, we're thinking, okay, well, we don't want to do anything, you know, behind anybody's back and nothing like that. So... We're going to tell her, you know, hey, we want to talk to some of your clients. Because here's the thing. Some of the clients that she had, um, we knew some of them personally. We already had, you know, we've, we've done some shows with these people. You know, we could hit them up and say, hey, how you doing? You know, talk to us about X, Y, Z. So-and-so was talking to us, blah, blah, blah. And when we told her that, she immediately told us, that, well, you can't really talk to my clients, my current clients, because... They've all signed confidentiality clauses, so they can't talk about any business that I'm conducting on their behalf with anybody else aside from me, unless a lawyer is present, blah, 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 yada, 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 okay? So that right there should have let me know something, because here's the reality, folks. Anybody who's doing good business, all right, you want other people telling potential new clients how good you're doing. You want those good reviews so that the next potential client can say, okay, well, so-and-so said that this is a great um, company. And so because they said that they're getting business done correctly on their end, then it shouldn't be an issue for me to, you know, I, the questions that I may have had, um, you know, I kind of overlooked some of them because so-and-so said they're legit. But she wouldn't allow us to do that. Now, that should have been um, a red flag for us off top. But being the young, naive, hungry, young artist that we were, we didn't really look. But we said, you know, she's allowed us to take our time. She's allowed us to read this contract and really think it over and whatnot. So, you know, it is what it is. So now we're ready to sign the contract. And along with the contract, she tells us, hey, listen, a part of my deal is you have to pay me um, a retainer fee. Okay. In order to be your manager every month, no matter what, okay? Now, I want you guys to really, to really, listen, listen. I'm looking, I'm looking at my camera right now, Instagram Live. Listen, listen, Instagram. Anytime a manager tells you, no matter what, okay, you've got to pay them a certain amount of money, no matter what, okay, as a retainer, that's a red flag, Okay? Keep that in mind, folks. That's a red flag. All right. Now, listen, here's the thing. Because I want to dive into this just a little bit as I tell my story. Again, 
You don't pay artist managers a retainer fee. You just don't do it. It's not necessary because the way an artist manager makes money, okay, unless that artist manager is on salary, all right? Unless they're being paid a salary, which means um, to a degree, no matter what, they get the salary and that's their pay, okay? Otherwise, they're paid basically on commission, which means... They don't get paid unless you're getting paid based on the work that they're doing for you. That's the bottom line right there. All right. And so most artist managers, again, gets paid in commissions. Um, so she's telling us not only do we have to pay her this guaranteed retainer fee. OK. We also got to pay her 25 percent, bro. 25 percent. OK. Of everything that we bring in. That means if we book a show. And we sell merch. If we book a show. okay, And we sell merch. She gets 25%. If we book a show. And we get $2,000 to do the show. She gets 25%. Now in an artist manager relationship. Those kinds of percentages. Those are really high percentages. Usually starting out. Um, a manager will get somewhere between 10% and 20%. 20% meaning like you're a bigger name artist and you're getting a lot of revenue that's coming in and this manager is doing a lot of work to manage your situation. But anything like starting out, and we will look at ourselves at that point in time as like entry level artists. So we shouldn't have been paying no more than 10%, 15 at the max, okay? But she was getting us to pay her 25%. Now we didn't do our full due diligence and researching what we should have been looking for in a manager if we even needed a manager in the first place. Because here's here's where we messed up. Not only did we mess up by signing this, this jacked up contract with the guaranteed 25% retainer fee um, gimmick and, and whatnot, and then um, to, you know 25% plus the retainer fee stuff, we didn't really understand Okay, why we would even need a manager in the first place. Okay, and that's where we got messed up. See, in our brains, we thought, man, if we get a manager, then we're going to get a whole bunch of shows. But in reality, folks, managers are not there necessarily to book shows. Now, there are some situations where a manager can play both of those roles, but most of the time, a manager is just there. Um, to manage your situation, okay, to help you get a booking agent, to help you get a publicist, to manage your your business um, situation of your career. That's what the manager is, is primarily there for, to help you get secure a record contract, if that's what your goal is. You feel me? So, we thought, we get this manager, bro, we're going to get shows, okay? That's what we thought. We're going to get this manager, and we're going to get a whole bunch of shows. See, there's a big difference between a manager and a booking agent, okay? Again, the manager is there to manage your business. A booking agent, their job is to book you for dates. That's their job, all right? That's what they do. So we didn't really, we didn't really understand the difference between a manager and a booking agent at the time because in our brains, what we really wanted was a booking agent in reality, what we signed the contract for was for a manager, um, which 
at the time we we really really didn't need um you know unless that manager could get us into get us some contacts and connects that we couldn't get on our own and at the time you know the reality of it was most of the contacts that this lady had with her company we we had those contacts already you know and so nonetheless we we so we paid her this money man we signed the contract bro we thought it, you know, we thought it would be a good investment because, again, we thought we were going to be getting shows out of the deal. So we took the bait, folks. We took the bait. You know, she 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 batted her eyes. She smiled real nice, and we signed the contract, bro. Okay, thousands of dollars, bro. Thousands of dollars. I it 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 it. I cringed, bro, because I, you know, when when me and Humbletip were traveling together and doing, I did a lot of the business stuff, so I would be the one that would have to go to the bank every month, okay, by the 5th, we was probably paying her rent, that's probably what it was, nonetheless, I'm going to the bank to wire her this money, bro, and my stomach would turn knots every time, and and over time, you know, the, it, the I think the first two weeks, okay, the first month of the situation, you know, it it was cool. It wasn't good. It was cool, and the reason why I say it was cool is because. I will. I, I'm not going to bury this company, and I'm not going to say the name. I, I'll tell you that later. Anyways, it was cool because we were having conversations. Okay, we were talking about business. We were getting stuff done. We got some stuff in order. So I will say, you know, we didn't get duped totally and completely. We did get a little something. Out of it, the most that I got out of this whole situation, I this was an education for me, and I got that. All right, but you know, we're paying her this large sum of money. I'm I'm talking to her at least once a week, bro. At least once a week, I'm on the phone with her. We're having our meetings. We're talking about business. You know, Humble Tip is in the studio recording records. I'm handling business, man. Everything. Is cool, you know. She's negotiating a few contracts for us for shows, but then stuff started happening, bro. And let me tell you guys some of the stuff that started to happen. And it was, it was, and at the time, it was unfortunate um, with some of the things that were happening. Now, mind you, we we've paid her a lot of money already. We've already paid her at, at this point. We've paid her over two grand. Okay. Paid her over two grand at this point, and me and Humble Tip, uh, you know, we're splitting this bill, all right. Now we're not getting that kind of return on our investment. We we got some return, but we didn't get none of this money back, okay? Because we signed the contract. So legally, because we signed this contract, we're obligated to pay her this money. But stuff started happening, bro. And I remember I had a she she called me up. She sent me, she 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 um sent me an email, okay, 
<clears throat> and said, hey, I need to I need to talk with you as soon as possible. I got some things that's going on and it, it's going to affect where we're going. I just want to put together a plan, you know, because I need to take some time off. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're paying this woman a retainer fee. Okay. Legally, whether she does any work for us or not, we are obligated to pay her this money because of the nature of the contract. Okay? Because we're bright-eyed young artists who are hungry, who's been spotted as what we would look at as little success. And, you know, this, this person is coming in trying to, to, to leech off of some of our success. So... I have the conversation with her. I get on the phone and she tells me the story. All right. She says, I, I got to take some time off because my husband is abusing me. Okay. My husband is beating me and I'm afraid for me. and I'm afraid for my kids. Now at that point in time, immediately. Okay. I'm not thinking about business anymore. All right. I feel like, you know, although we've only been working for about a month, I feel like we've we've built some type of little bit of a relationship here. You feel me? And so I tell her, I say, listen, how long do you need to get yourself together? A week, two weeks? She tells me, give me about four weeks because I got to get out of this house. I got to get, get out of this relationship. This, that, the other, the whole gamut. She's telling me all this stuff. So I'm like, well, listen. This is what we got going on. I think we can manage everything for the next four weeks, you know. And she's telling me, well, you know, let me take this four weeks, but please make sure that by the first of the month, and I'm looking, I'm looking at the camera for Instagram right now. She's telling me, I gotta take this time off, but please make sure that you make those payments by the first of every month. Now, if you're looking at me on Instagram right now, you just got the "come on, son" look. Let, let, let me look at the let me look at my camera on on Facebook Live, okay? And let me repeat what I just said, okay? She said, "I've got to take some time off because I got to get things together with my family." I got that, but she says, "Please don't forget to make those payments by the first of the month." Now, Facebook, they just got the come on, son, look. Okay. So here's where we go from here, ladies and gentlemen. She, she, we give her the time. I make sure we get those payments in. I give her a call. Say, hey, just checking up on you. Um, Want to see how you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. What's going on with the relationship? She's telling me the whole story. I got my family out. You know, I'm in a new place now. I'm still getting things settled, uh, but we're going to get up, okay? Now, her company is located in, in Nashville. And so, a month goes by, she gets settled, and I get called up to go do some work out in Nashville um, for an event, um, for a week-long event, and I'm going out there to do some DJing, make some industry connects, and I say, hey, I, I hit her up and say, hey, I'm coming to Nashville while I'm in Nashville, why don't we get together? I've never met, I mean, we've, we've seen each other, you know, on Skype or whatever, 
but I would love to meet you in person, you know, just to connect. And maybe I can get you to come out to some of these events with me since you're my manager, right? And help me work some of these, these crowds. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. This is what she's telling me. That sounds great. I think it's a great idea. As soon as you get in, let me know that you're here and we'll connect and we'll, we'll get together. We'll meet in person. We can go work some of these events and, and help you guys get moving a little bit. Cool. Now, by this time, ladies and gentlemen, because the, 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 the abusive husband is now out of the picture, the family is settled, but I'm still not seeing work happening. Me and my man, Humbleton, we're working. We're continuing to work. He's in the studio working on projects. I'm headed to Nashville trying to make some more connects, trying to, to network and whatnot so we can push forward with our career. And I get to meet our manager for the first time. So I'm, I'm a little excited, but I'm starting to see some red flags here, okay? A few red flags on the plane. This is the red flag that got me the most, ladies and gentlemen, okay? I'm in Nashville for a week, all right? Seven days, all right? I get there, I give her a call. Hey, just want to let you know I'm in town. What day is good that we can um, we can connect? You know, this day and this day, I'm going to be busy doing events. But I got like three days where I'm just going to be going from spot to spot, networking, having meetings, whatever. I would love for us to connect while I'm out here. And she gives me the I've got family in town excuse. Now, listen, folks, I get it. You know, I get family that comes to town all the time. But let me make something perfectly clear. If someone has been consistently giving me money, okay, once a month, a good amount of money, by the way, okay, once a month, and I know that I haven't done a whole lot of work for them because I've been going through stuff, now I'm on the good side of things, and, and you know, these people are coming into town and whatnot, you know, you would think, you know, I'll, I'll connect with them. You know, and I and I so I say, you know, let me know, you know, what day can we connect? She's giving me the well, I'm busy today because I'm doing a bunch of laundry. Guys, I'm not making this up. This is real stories here, bro. All right, I'm not making this up. Can't meet today because I'm doing laundry. No worries. Can we meet tomorrow? Well, call me in the morning and we'll see. Hey, I'm still in town. Today is a free day. Can we link up? Oh, nah. You know, I gotta wake up and cook breakfast for these people and. You know, they want the, the lunch gimmick and they want the dinner stuff. And I got to be the person that's handling all this. And I got my kids. And I'm like, you know, I'm scratching my head. And I, and I get, I say, listen. I said, I'm here for the next couple of days. I feel like I'm chasing you now. Just to lay my eyes on you in person. We don't have to talk business. You got family in town. I got it. You know. You're still getting settled, whatever. We don't even have to talk about business. I just want to meet you face to face. Shake your hand because we're doing business. I'm giving you money, okay, every month faithfully. Never miss the payment, okay? And you're telling me that you can't meet with me for a few minutes? And I even got down to, is there a McDonald's? <laughs> around your house. Maybe we can grab a, a, a Coke and, and, and for 10 minutes 
and at least say, oh, it's good to finally meet you in person. Okay? Maybe we could do that. No, I can't do that. Okay. Can I come to your office? And you can come sit in the car. Or we could just say, say hello to each other outside as I'm passing by. Something. Nothing, folks. I got excuse after excuse after excuse. Okay? And, and I called my man Humble Tip. I can't remember exactly what our conversation was like, but I'm sure it was something to the effect of, bro, if she don't meet with you while you're there, bro, I'm done. Because at this point, nothing has been, we, we had a little bit of work done the first couple of weeks, but then the, the whole, you know, husband thing started to happen and whatnot. So then this Nashville thing happened. I'm in, I'm in her hometown for a week. And she can't even take time to, I'm like, can we go get some breakfast or something just to say hello in person? Nothing. None of that, folks. All right. I'm, I'm telling you guys these stories like this. This is real life stuff. OK, because I, I, we, we were out of a lot of money. All right. Two young artists who are, you know, still trying to find their way in this music business, doing pretty good on our own by ourselves, minding our own business. These people came out of nowhere. And 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 gave us, you know, the they sweet talked us into this deal, all right. So after the Nashville thing happened, man, I said, you know what, bro, forget this confidentiality clause. I'm about to call up some of these other artists that's on her roster, okay. So I call up one artist, you know, and he said, he he said, um, he said, bro. He said, I've been waiting for you guys to hit me up because she's been telling me for the last longest that she was going to try to set up a tour with with you guys and myself. This is what the other artists on her roster is saying. And I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, she ain't told us nothing about that. <laughs> so because here's the thing, folks, at the time we're talking about 2008, 2009 here. Back in those days, if you were doing this thing that we call Christian rap, okay, and you had a little bit of notoriety, like it really meant something. Like social media wasn't popping like that. Like I think Facebook was just now starting to bubble up. MySpace was huge, and we were killing it on MySpace. Okay, we were booked for a lot of shows. So to, a, to another artist, they can look at our situation and think like we're big timers, okay? And so you tell another artist who's doing less than, yo, I'm about to put you on a tour with Humble Tip and P-Dog. They might look at us like, oh, snap, man. These cats out here getting it. So I'm about to be out here getting it. So I'm talking to this dude and I say, bro, I say to him, guys, I want you to follow me because this is where the swerve comes in. All right. This is the what I'm about to tell you guys now. OK, is the straw that broke the camel's back bro alright you guys ready for this so here's what happened I'm talking to dude and I'm like bro you know I understand that um, you know she was having a lot of things going on there was some domestic violence that was taking place and whatnot, and she was telling me about her husband beating her and this that and the third he says man he said bro he said bruh that story is old dude I said, bro, what are you talking about? He said, man, that's the same 
thing she told me. I said, I know, bro. Ain't it crazy that she's going through that? And I say, I'm just curious, bro. Like, when did she tell you that story? And he gave me the whole rundown. She told me the husband was beating her and she had to take time off and this, that, and the third. I said, bro, when did she tell you that? Cause I, I, and I'm asking him this because I want to see, you know, if the timeline matches up. He said, bro, she gave me that, um, that story in January. I said, bro, you're kidding me. He said, nah. He said, that's what she told you. I said, bro, she told me that. But she didn't tell me that in January. I said, bro, in January, we were on the phone with her every day negotiating the contract. He said, bro. <laughs> he said, we both done got got. He said, she's on one line telling me she can't work. Because the husband is beating her, this, that, and the third. And you're telling me that at the same time she's negotiating the contract with y'all, trying to get y'all put on her roster? I said, bruh, if our timelines are what they are, then yes, that is exactly what has happened, bro. She played you and said she can't do no work. And at the same time trying to sign us, she gets us to sign the deal. We send money. Now she gives us that story. And guess what she, folks, guess what she was doing while she was telling us that story. Guess what she was doing. Take a guess. Facebook Live, chime in right now. Instagram, guess what she was doing while she was telling us that she couldn't work for us. Guess what she was doing. Take a guess. Come on, somebody. Somebody guess what she was doing. Guess. Give me a guess. Guess what she was doing, bro. She was signing more artists, bro. Can you believe that? She was signing more artists. My man Jesse, he got it. Shout out to you, Jesse. I see you out there. She was signing more artists, bro. She was signing more artists. She's telling, she told my mans, I can't work for you because my husband is beating me. While he's believing that, she's signing us. Then she gives us the same story. Now, mind you, remember, one of the reasons that a lot of the artists weren't saying these things because we were, we were blocked behind. She was hiding behind the confidentiality wall, okay? Putting those scare tactics on us. So I give her a call, bro. I talked to my man Humble Tip. I said, "Dude, bro, we got got. <laughs> that's 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 just plain and simple, point blank, period, bro. We got got. All right." We got got. Okay? That's it. Bottom line, we got got. I tell him the story, bro. He couldn't believe it. We call up another artist, bro. And it's the same thing. There are new artists that are being brought in. And guess what the hook is for the newer artists? I signed P-Dog and Humble Tip. That's the hook. That's the bait for the newer artists. Do you guys want to know what, what part of the bait is was for us to get on? Because she didn't have anybody on her roster for us that we were like, man, I'm super impressed with. So like, there were some impressive artists from artist standpoint, but as far as out here doing stuff, she didn't have anybody that can hook us like that. Do you know what she told us to hook us? She's like, yeah, I've got this connect with an agency that's about to book Lecrae on the tour. 
And and side note here, because a lot of you guys know my story on how I got you know hooked up with Lecrae and Reach Records. After we finally got out of this this, and I'll tell you how we got out of the contract. She was actually telling the truth about the Lecrae tour thing. I actually got booked to do that same tour through Lecrae and his management company to DJ for them. And I talked to them about this. I said, hey, do you guys know so-and-so? Because they was like, nah, man, we ain't never heard of her. We ain't never heard of her. See, she didn't realize that we already had connects. You know, unfortunately, I didn't do my due diligence. Because, again, when somebody is telling you, well, so-and-so can't talk to you about that because of a confidentiality clause, you you know what I'm saying? Like, you you just don't know where you can go. You don't know what you can do. Um, and whatnot, but nonetheless, we smartened up. But here's the thing, folks, and here's the reality. This is, you know, by the time we finally smartened up, we'd already given this woman thousands of dollars, bruh, thousands of dollars. Um, and so I'm talking to my man, Homo Tip. I say, "Yo, bro, listen, man, you got this new project that's about to come out, and she is gonna want twenty five percent." Of this new project. Said bro. We got to pull one over on her. Okay. Now. Let me let me give you guys this. I'm a very. I'm a witty guy. Okay. And there, there are moments where I have to. Make sure that I use my wit. For good. And not evil. Okay. So in this case in point. I use my wit for good. I said listen bro. She's going to want 25% of this project. Off top. So we give her a call and say, listen, we can't, we're not going to pay you any more money, okay? You've given us this story, blah, blah, blah. From what I understand, this is, and I came out with, I said, listen, from what I understand from some of the other artists, and I never name dropped any of those other artists. So she didn't know who I talked to. All she know is, the gig was up, bro. The gig was freaking up, all right? I said, I talked to some of the other artists that's on the roster, and they're all telling me that you've been giving us this, giving them this story um, about your husband abusing you. She's giving me, my husband did abuse me. I said, yeah, but see, here's where the problem comes into play. Because you gave them that story in January and told them you can do no work for them. But at the same time, you're trying to sign us. We're talking every single day. Two, three times a day sometimes. So the gig is up. So let's kill that noise. I said, then again, I went to Nashville to your hometown, bro. To your hometown. And you're telling me that we couldn't sit down at McDonald's for 10 minutes in 7 days, bro? Nah. Nah. I said, listen. We want out of this contract. And we're willing to, to pay you the remainder of this month. And that's going to be our final payment. So she hits us with the... Well, I know you guys got a new project coming out. And whatever you think that you're going to make on that project, projected-wise, I need you guys to pay me 25% of what you think you're going to make on that project. And I say to her, I say, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because me and Humbletip talked about it. And I agree. I do think that because of the contract, you should get 25% of what we get off of this, this project. And both Humble Tip and I have decided that we are willing to give you 25% off of the projected amount of money that you that we believe 
that we're going to make on this project. And that amount of money is zero. Because we have decided to put this project out for free. Got me one. <laughs> oh boy, bro. The phone was silent. Silent, bro. Silent. Free mixtape. How much you... What is... Zero plus zero is what, ladies and gentlemen? It's zero. So 25% of zero is what? Because I'll send you that gladly. That'll be the happiest trip I take to the bank, bro. I'll give you 25% of what we're going to make on this project, which is zero. Okay? <sighs> bro. Listen. This was the most rewarding situation that I've ever been in. And here's why. Because there's an old saying that says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Ladies and gentlemen, that has never, ever, ever happened to me before. And ladies and gentlemen, that has never, ever, ever happened to me again. And here's the thing. After me and Humble Tip parted ways and I started working with Reach, after my time with Reach was over, I got my own manager. Okay, not once but twice. And and both of these companies that I worked with, man, were, were good to me. We got a lot accomplished. A lot of the work that we did with both of those that I did with both of those companies, I'm still ripping the reaping the benefits off of those things today. And right now I've got the absolute best manager that I could ever have. If any of you guys saw my, my Instagram, but you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DJP Dog. I put up a tweet saying I finally landed management. Okay? Facebook, Instagram, you guys are watching me live right now. I would like to introduce you guys to my manager. How you doing? I'm DJ P Dog's manager. Because the reality of it is, ladies and gentlemen, I found that I am the best manager for me. Nobody's going to work hard for me like I'm going to work hard for me. So I, I've gone through this in hope, and I'm telling you guys this. This is my first time ever coming on my radio show talking about this story. This happened many years ago. And, the re and i got to be honest with you guys. One of the reasons why it was hard for me to talk about this is because I was bitter. I got duped. I got got. Okay? One time, bro. One time, Facebook. One time, Instagram. I got got. One time. And that's all it took. That's all it took was for me to get got. Now, I, I do my due diligence and I work really hard to educate myself. And my job is to tell you guys my stories of the business so that you won't get got. Okay? Bro, I can like I look at a lot of you artists online. You talk about going to these showcases and traveling to this place and spending money to do this and to do that. And I'm just like, golly, bro. There's a lot of people making a lot of money off of ignorant artists, bro. Ignorance. Ignorance, ladies and gentlemen, will destroy your situation. All right? Here's the thing. We went through all these things because we had a lack of, of understanding, a lack of knowledge of the business. 
And and I want you guys to take something very, very... Because, again, I got over my bitterness. Never came on social media ever to, to bury this company. And even here, I never named the company. I never named the individual who's running the company. But I will say this, ladies and gentlemen. They are still out there. They're still out there. Before I got on and did this podcast, I, I did some searching on Facebook, and they're still out there. This company is still out there, folks, and they're still taking people's money. That's what's sad. It's 2018, bro. Ten years, okay, almost ten years we, we fooled with this company, and they're still out there doing the same thing. So if you're an artist out there, okay, and, and and one of the reasons why I, I didn't call out their names and bury them here on this show is because I'm not that kind of guy. All right? I'm not that kind of guy. But I will say this, and I want you guys to, to listen to me very closely, all right? Listen listen to me very closely. Facebook, you listening? Okay. Instagram, you listening? All right. Everybody on on on, on listening to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Tune in and DJPDog.com. Hope you guys listen to this. Okay, you ready for this? Beware of anyone, okay, who says that they can catapult your music. All right? Do you guys get that? Beware. Listen very closely of anyone who says... That they can catapult your music career. Because here's the thing ladies and gentlemen. At the end of the day. Okay. Listen very closely. The only thing that can catapult your career. Is God. Alright. I want you guys to catch what I'm saying. Listen very closely. Because God. Has helped me. To catapult my career. Okay? I want you guys to listen to what I'm saying. Beware of anyone who says that they can catapult your music career. It's catapult with a K. That's all I'm saying. Alright? That's all I'm saying. Now I want you guys to share this information with all of you. I want to share I wanted to share this information with all of you guys. Because you need to know how to spot a fraud on the spot. Okay? You need to know how to manage yourself. You guys need to do your due diligence and understand the difference between an artist manager and a booking agent so you don't go into a management contract thinking that you're about to get booked for a bunch of shows. Okay? Now again, again, a manager, okay, could help you get gigs by securing a booking agency deal, all right? But that doesn't always happen like that. So here's what I'm going to do for you guys, all right? I'm going to be putting more information about management companies, um, managers, their their roles, what they're supposed to do. I'm going to be putting that on my website um, and, and if you're listening by way of iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, 
iHeartRadio, um, tune in and DJPDog.com. I'm going to have the um, a link in the description of the show um, to a link where you guys can get more information on music managers. I've done a lot of digging and I've, I've found some great articles that I'm going to put up so that you guys can get the information. You know, I'm trying to help you guys out, all right? That's that's what I'm doing, man. I was on a recorder, um, a recording with my man, um, Crazy One. Shout out to Crazy One. He had this um, this um, Facebook Live thing that he had going on, talking about, um, is Christian hip-hop dead? And I was on there, I, I, I dropped the, some nuggets on his um, Facebook Live feed. And a lot of people were inquiring me and saying, hey man, have you thought about managing artists? And I have. And right now, I'm managing um, three. Myself and the other two, I'm, I'm not at liberty right now to talk about. Um, but I, I'm very busy with those three. But I am doing consultations. Okay, So if you're an artist out there and you need help with thinking through your career and your music business and whatnot, listen, man, feel free. To um to hit me up djpdog at djpdog.com and uh, we can talk about it, bro. We can we can talk about it. I would love to help you guys out. There's gonna be a lot of information here on this podcast. There's gonna be a ton of information on my website. It's all free. Um, that's there. Um, consultations will not be free because I'm very busy at at running my own business as a musician. And so if you need some time, you're gonna have to pay for it because. If if I give you my time, that means I'm taking away from time of running my business, and this is another stream of income for me. And so, again, hit me up, DJPDog at DJPDog.com. I would love to help you guys out. You know, I'm not going to beat you over the head. I'm not going to ask for no retainer fees, all right? None of that. Ain't none of that. Um, so, yeah, man, I would love to help you guys do your thing, bro. Seriously, I would. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you guys got something out of this. You know, I, I've got tons of stories that I'm going to be telling you guys about, about my experiences in the business and how I can help you guys along the way um, and whatnot. And so please, by all means, definitely stay tuned. If you um, are watching by way of Facebook and Instagram, you can subscribe to my podcast. This is what I'm recording live right now. And this is going on iTunes um, as well as Google Play, iHeartRadio. Tune in. And soon I will be on Spotify as well, all right? And so definitely make sure you guys check out the DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. And always you can go to my website. Everything is on my website. All episodes of my podcast, mixes, blogs, booking, everything is on my website, djpdog.com. That's www.djpdogg.com. And of course... You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DJPDog. And I would love to connect with you guys, man. Again, hopefully this story helped you guys out. Um, I'll be back next week. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about just yet. Um, one of the things I will be talking about, along with my main subject, is I will be giving you guys a rundown for those of you guys who are who are uh, regular listeners of the podcast. Give you guys information on some of the changes that are coming with the podcast. And I think I'm going to be doing more Facebook and um, Instagram lives, man. So make sure you guys, again, follow me there as well. All right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. And that's it for me, bro. A lot of information. 
And hopefully you guys will um, continue to follow me and um, grow your business. I want to see all all artists win. I want to see that, all right? 2018 is our year. Let's make it happen, all right? So listen, I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Follow DJ P. Dog, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P. Dog.